I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Hello, Fright fans. How you doing? We are back. You can't get rid of us. No, yes. you can't. We're like herpes. Yeah. We are the herpes of the podcast circuit. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, we're we're, we're going to be here, and we're going to pop up when you least expect it. You think we're yeah. done? Nope. We're nope. back. Nope. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We're both tired. <laughs> we said that. <laughs> we're tired. <laughs> we're tired. We feel like herpes. We're just, you know, it's yeah. that's it's exhausting yeah. to live in this world sometimes <laughs> i mean yeah we're, we're both in our early mid 30s here it's uh feel feeling the grind a little bit here <clears throat> don't tell people that kevin well okay yeah. i'm still trying to pass for 16 okay <laughs> <laughs> well you know if you're auditioning unsuccessfully for a, yeah well a cw show or something then you could you know, pr- probably oh, get a part on that yeah <laughs> I'm probably fine for like a good like six more years. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. (laughs) And then you'll seamlessly transition to, you know, parents because there's only like a five year difference between those (laughs) roles anyway. So I've been doing a lot of traveling for these shows. And when we go to these hotels, I always put it on the Lifetime network. Mm -hmm. And what I love is that in those movies... You can never tell who's the daughter and who's the mom. <laughs> You're so like, true. I think they're the same age. Like, are they sorority sisters? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, hey, mom, thanks for giving me the ride to college. You're like, mom, <laughs> that's n- no. What is that? That's impossible. She, sh- like the mom looks y- younger than the daughter. I'm like, this is just weird. Like, what's going on here? So I think weird. like a casting director must have like mixed up their their papers or something. I don't know. It's, it's so great. Very odd, but that's all of them. All of these movies. Oh, it just reminds me of the the Thirty Rock episode where uh, Jenna gets cast in this um, uh, like CW type show, and she thinks she's playing like the daughter, and then she finds <laughs> that she's playing the mother, and she just eventually she just commits to it, and like she does this ridiculous monologue that's like, oh, the Nagano the Nagano Olympics, Microsoft Windows ninety five, uh, uh, all these things I remember, you know, but I'm forty one now. Time to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, the first Clinton administration. <laughs> it's so good. God. Jane Krakowski. It's true, though. Man. It's so true. Oh, if, they, if they brought the show back, she would be amazing. perfect for, for role in this, you know? Oh, can you imagine her? And, like, she, she, she'd be great in an episode like Beauty Rest, mm-hmm. you know? Just, like, mm-hmm. you know, this, like, vain, conceited star on the rise who's right. upset and she mm-hmm. kills to get ahead mm-hmm. that would be fun yeah so or, good you know they could just <clears throat> always adapt the rural juror could, i mean <laughs> i think it could work <laughs> seemed pretty pretty scary the rural juror, <laughs> rural juror. What, what, what are they saying oral germ whore i can't <laughs> so good <laughs> Oh. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
pardon us for being so tickled by Thirty Rock, but well, if I don't get tickled, like like you said, we'll fall asleep. So it's true. Yeah, keep ourselves on the tickle alert. Yeah, something here, because yeah, I i'm spacey i got a headache my throat hurts uh, i don't think i'm getting sick sick i think it's just allergies but that's where we are today folks thank you for joining us <laughs> so in other words you feel great i feel great you know uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good day if it weren't like the holiday season i might have just been like can hey, we just cancel this week but you know we got we got we do it for the holidays you know it's we do it for the for for the people yeah it's for all of you mm-hmm. listeners like you yeah who need the escape because I, I just started a new job and this job is great because I get to listen to music and podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff while I do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it is nice to have a podcast that, that you like just to listen to, to kind of pass the time as you're doing the, the work. It is. And, uh, and it seems like from some of the comments that we've gotten, that's kind of what we are to a lot of people. And yeah, they like to listen to us on the way to work and at work. And it just kind yeah. of, Makes them calm, so that's good. Gives that them a few nice. laughs. That, yeah, laughs are nice. I I saw mm-hmm. some uh, review we got where someone was like, "Oh, it's it's funny, but it's also a little insightful." And I'm like, "Well, thank you. A little oh. insightful. I'll take that." <laughs> don't don't know why they had to lie in the review, but I mean, that's, <laughs> thank you for the lie. <laughs> it made us feel good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we try. You know, we 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 throw Sometimes. you <laughs> throw you a couple little tidbits here and there. <clears throat> yeah put an arm we didn't try so much in this in the summer but we oh, well yeah <laughs> we turned off our brains we're we're sorry about that <laughs> uh, yeah i mean <laughs> well, I'm sure some blood, learned yeah. from ghost ship and, yeah, and ghost bordello ship. blood yeah. mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. jason x those are yeah. very insightful films I about mean... humanity <laughs> you know i learned a lot i hope y'all did too well, we learned that the world is going to hell in Jason X and, you know, they had to find this other That's planet in Earth 2, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a documentary. Yeah. I That's think what so. it is. I think so. <laughs> At least these days. <laughs> I wonder how time will be to that film. Like, if it'll still be discussed, you know, centuries from from now, you know, like a, like Renaissance paintings are still discussed and hung in museums. Mm-hmm. Could be. They'll be like, wow, surprisingly, the only film that's still relevant from that time is Jason X. Could be. I did this uh, play called uh, Mr. Burns, and uh, that's kind of the premise of that. It takes place um, like centuries in the future, like the world has been destroyed, and they just find these like things from the past, like old Simpsons episodes and like Britney Spears <laughs> recordings. And they sort of try to piece it together and be like, this is what the world was like back then. And it's just so insane oh, God. because it's all based off these like ridiculous pop culture <laughs> things. And it's like, so I could see, yeah, that happening with Jason X. Someone just finding it be like, wow, this is, this is what times were like back then. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> this is what the people were into. They loved it. <laughs> Even though, like, three people went to see it when it came out. Because mm-hmm. they were too busy downloading it illegally on oh, Kaza. yeah. LimeWire and Kaza. And... Yeah. The sons of bitches. We, 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 we could have had a Jason in space cinematic universe. But, oh, no. 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 You had to illegally download it from a foreign <laughs> land. How dare you? What Goddamn lazy of? sons of bitches. <laughs> Look what you did to him. <laughs> Look what you did to him. <laughs> oh, it's bringing out my Mrs. V. I can't. I can't handle it. Oh That's yeah, 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Lord. Makes me so mad. What they did to my to my baby. It's my baby boy. So angry. So angry. Um Oh, did you see yeah. apparently Miramax has the rights now to Halloween? Didn't they already have the rights? Weren't like the last ones produced with Miramax? It, TV rights apparently I were mean, separate. I guess they had to get oh. those. I guess that's why it's oh, terrific. Thing. Uh, Wonderful. And yeah. how is Miramax a thing? With I don't Harvey understand. In prison? Well, no. Yeah, I was looking this up too. So Miramax is no longer under the Weinstein's. They are uh, this weird shared thing. Fifty-one percent is this Middle Eastern company called BN Media, and that's been for a little while now. And then forty-nine percent is Paramount. So basically, it's just Paramount oh. Pictures. Like they're the ones oh, who okay. are going to be making it all and like producing it and putting oh. it out. Um, but yeah, yeah, people oh, are talking about it like it's going to be like the 90s stuff and i'm like but they don't it's it's not the wine scenes anymore so it's 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 i don't know okay cool that's but yeah at least yeah do, do we need i don't know <laughs> so many we questions do not. about we this we do not need it's, it it's it's especially because they're referring to it as like the start of a cinematic universe of films and tv shows and <laughs> that is just like oh. buzzword for me and i'm just like no more that just... no more it, that triggers a gag reflex in me yeah. that just yeah. makes me want to hurl mm-hmm. I, I i hate that that term mm-hmm because it just means we have a cash cow and we are going to beat it Milk so it. hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. It's... I just don't I don't get it. Like, just move on. People just go find something else. Give it a little bit of time I mean, or something. You know, it's it would be one thing if it were uh... like child's play where like it's been like a consistent well semi-consistent timeline for decades. But it sounds like this is probably mm-hmm. just going to be some sort of reboot, which we've already had like. Yeah. 50 reboots at this point of the franchise you know it's just like I just... yeah because for some reason no one's ever stopped and thought did this ever need to be a franchise mm-hmm. is there enough story there there's not no and yet people keep going back and they're like well if we start from scratch we're going to have him as a young kid he kills his sister no one's ever seen that before then he's going to go to a mental hospital and break out on halloween and then he's going to kill people and right. that's what they want and we're going to start from scratch go back to the basics and then they do that one movie no matter how it's received and then they're like oh where do we go from here hmm maybe there's nowhere to go but it made so much money we have to go somewhere and they just make up shit. And then they're su- surprised when people are like, this is terrible. End it. Right. And then they end it. And then it comes back. It comes back. And it they just keeps the coming process back. process repeats and over and over and over again. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <sighs> like. Just make one and move on. Right. It's like if they did something a little bit different, that'd be interesting. You know, give me some season mm-hmm. of the witch type stuff or even some circle yeah. of the thorn stuff again. I don't know. Like just some weird shit again, but I, I feel like they're not going to, or if they do, it's not going to no. be interesting. And I, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It's just why we'll bother. See. And it's so soon. It's so it soon is. after Halloween apparently ended right. last year. Right. And it's like, can y'all at least wait like five years? Just to get like a good five years. Half, half, half a decade. It's not that long. I know. It's hilarious that people were like treating that last film like it was going to be like the last in the franchise. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but to laugh. <laughs> and it was actual horror fans too. Like, yeah. oh, I really think this is like the last one. Ugh. I'm like, maybe the last one with Jamie Lee Curtis. But even really? then, she said that like 20 years before. So exactly. I mean, exactly. give it another tw- 20 years and she'll yeah. be like, me mall strode over here. Being like, I remember 1978 right, when right. Michael first knocked on my door and, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. past my Ben Gay children. <laughs> I 
Grandma's got to lube up her shot. <laughs> Get him. If they pay her enough money, she'll do whatever they want, fucking want. She'll, That's for sure. she'll, she'll be like, I mean, I was just in a retirement home and they threw thr- thr- a sh- script my way and I said, hey, I ain't got anything else to do. I'll do it. <laughs> we're, and this is what we're going to see. She's going to be like, good morning, America, 20 years from now. Yeah. Be like, I thought I was done. Right. But surprise. Right. Well, then they'll, they'll come Go up ahead. with an entirely different backstory for her, like what's yeah. been happening over these past 60 years because we can't <laughs> just make it a sequel to anything years. else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. I I do hope they just they wipe the timeline clean again yeah. and just <laughs> have it be H six O. Just I want to. Oh see no, H six 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 O. That's oh it'll be. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know it. <laughs> On VR. Right now this is the final one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just, just beam directly into your eyeballs October 26, 2042. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. Ugh. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. I mean, I'll be there opening night, but like. I'll be there. To... But <laughs> I'll be square. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, another Halloween Lord. film. Oh. Damn it, Tabetsy. Pass the junior mints and popcorn. <laughs> gonna I'm going to, in. Gonna have to talk to Chris about this on the podcast that we do once a you year better, now. Oh, Kevin, you better make sure I get the aisle seat. You know my bladder's been acting up recently. Oh, God. I'm gonna make sure we go to the early mm. bird show. I don't want to. <laughs> Have any of them teenagers coming in? <laughs> oh God, Lord help me! Oh, oh there's Michael, oh, Michael Myers. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be really bad. <laughs> I heard Carpenter <laughs> scored this one while he was hooked up to life support, and they were just sitting there. <laughs> Just, his son is just like placing his fingers on a keyboard. <laughs> like, you can do it, Dad. You can do it. Come on. Give me one more note. One more note. <laughs> Dark, but funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, mm. oh, Jesus Christ. But that's the problem with like this whole culture oh. of like. Uh, just keep bringing the same stuff back over and over and over again. Eventually you hit a wall where it's like suddenly yeah. you're becoming nostalgic for something that is not even the original. And it's, it, it just keeps, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just crazy. It's just, it's the whole process is just it's so circular and I don't know, like a snake biting yeah. its own head, that kind of thing, you know? <clears throat> Pretty much. I just, I, and then, but it, it's also like, I, I feel so detached from everything because I just know yeah. how this business works. Yeah. And you know, if, if they say, oh, we've we've got this this great star from the original ones back, you're like, okay, mm. great, but are they going to have something to do? Something Probably to do. not. No. You know? no. They're just going to sh- show up and say, hey, remember me? I came back for four seconds. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just, it's upsetting. And it's just a nostalgia bait thing. And it, it never ends up doing anything Im- important or in- interesting or different. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just... There's, 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 there's no need to bring certain char- characters back if you're not going to give them something to do that they haven't done before. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't, like I'm sorry, I don't want to see Sydney come back in a scream if she's going to end up having to fight another family member who <laughs> wants to kill her. I don't mm-hmm. want to see that. There's no point. We've seen it fifty thousand times. Right. It's time to never do that again. 
You right. know, but if you give her a story where maybe her kids are in jeopardy and we're going to see a, a different side of her where she's a protective mom, that could be interesting. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something we haven't seen yet. Right. But unless you're going to do something like that, don't even bring her back. It's not right. worth her time. It's not worth our time. Just let it be. Absolutely. Well said. I do still have a little energy left. Not much. A little bit. I'm going <sighs> to. I'm going to fall asleep at any second and end up being Miss Autopsy 1992, and it's going to be horrible. God. Oh, no. Uh, I'm just riding on, Miss the, Autopsy. riding on the spirit of Samhain here and hoping it gets me through this episode and this week yeah. and everything else. <laughs> Praise be to Samhain. Mm. We love thee. Uh, uh, what else? I mean, uh, started that Goosebumps show. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I saw you posted about that, and Jamie yep. told me it was really good. He's, I think he's watched it all, and he's like, it's very dark. It I was is. like, oh, really, on Disney? And he's like, no, like, kids, like, set themselves on fire. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, what? The opening scene, this teenager is, like, burning to death, and I'm like, oh, well, this is not what I was expecting. What? Because the last, <laughs> the movies from last decade, they were, I mean, they were kind of fun, but they were definitely more family-friendly, yeah. you know? And this, this was, yeah. this felt more, you know, if you're a hardcore horror fan, you're not gonna be like oh my god this is so like extremely (laughs) crazy but like it's dark for this franchise and it definitely feels more aimed at like uh people who grew up with the series and you know maybe if they have teenage kids now which is crazy but they Mm -hmm. might you know and uh that's technically possible yeah 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 i know Uh, a few that have teenage kids and i'm like wow it's crazy godspeed it's crazy and it's got uh great queer queer character so that's always a plus too oh really and uh yeah, I mean, it's only five five episodes right now, but it's going to go into November, which I always kind of hate because it's like, can't you just oh. drop them all before Halloween so I can just, like, binge them all? Yeah, you know? it's kind of silly. But, uh, I don't know why they do that. It's very odd. But yeah, it, it kind of takes... Uh, I mean, I wish they had just done Anthology, which is how I felt about mm-hmm. Are You Afraid of the Dark as well. Like, why are we why are we doing mm-hmm. the serialized thing when the original series would were, you know, anthology things? But it does do this kind of interesting thing where it takes... Um, like plot devices and like s- sort of storylines from the original Goosebumps books, and like each episode kind of has aspects of one. Everything revolves around this like house um, where all this creepy shit is happening, and we don't know why. Um, but like they'll go to the house, and somebody finds like a haunted mask, and then like one episode will be about like the effects of them finding the haunted mask, and then somebody will find oh. like this cuckoo clock thing, and it'll it'll affect them, and um, so it kind of blends you know things from the books together um that's uh, cool yeah it's interesting um and again i don't know maybe, maybe it'll fizz out by the end but i'm generally enjoying it so far so we'll see oh that's awesome that, that's kind of an unexpected surprise yeah yeah i i didn't really have any thoughts about it i was like okay it'll exist and you know, yeah exactly if it's, if it's the, good then i'll hear about it well there was yeah, there was watch it, like no build up it was just like oh it's dropping in like two weeks i'm like okay mm-hmm. well all right i guess that's happening streamers just do that shit now yeah, i'm like can do. we have like a tra- trailer like at least a few weeks before and it's right. always like the week b- b- like or like a day b- before like mm-hmm. s- starts t- tomorrow tomorrow I'm like we we haven't even seen a production still yet. You're gonna yeah. release a trailer and say it's 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 on uh right now. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like what? Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah, I like a little build up. It's nicer that way. And I guess it is hard. Ridiculous. Um, right now with the SAG strikes still going, I like nobody can really talk about oh, yeah. anything. And um, mm. it seemed oh, like that yeah, was true. they were making progress, but now it seems like they're not talking again. So I'm like, we'll see. Yeah. Oh man. 
Ugh. 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 Shame. <clears throat> oh, and our dear Piper Laurie passed away. Ugh, 91. So sad. So sad. Oh, but what a career. What, what I mean, a career. Well, what a life. And she was still up to the end was doing conventions and interviews uh, and seemed very spry and very uh, with it, you know? So, so yeah. Must've been pr- pretty, pretty sudden, you know, it was a real downer yesterday. I was kind of going back and just looking yeah. at, uh, New York Times did a just a great write up of like her whole career and everything and how she started in the mm. studio system in the fifties and it was just like I fucking hate this like I, I'm playing the same role over and over again, <laughs> yeah. um, which was true you know the women were just these sort of uh, archetypes at the time and uh, playing the same oh, yeah. type of characters over and over again for the most part with some exceptions but so she was like I I fucking give up on this so she goes and does something else and then comes back in um, in the seventies and has you know these really mm-hmm. fantastic roles you know and Carrie and, um, oh, yeah. and everything else. it's just um, yeah, her, her nutty. I mean, she careers. she took like f- fifteen years off. Yeah, yeah. And was like, I'm just gonna go to New York and raise a family and get yeah. married, and then all of a sudden, they were just like, you know who we haven't heard from in a, in a while? Piper Laurie. She'd be great yeah. in this Carrie film. Yeah. And they just go and are like, we do you want to do it? And she's like, why not? And immediately gets an Oscar nom. Like right. just like welcome back. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... and then she never stopped again. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. It's inspiring. It really is. Um. It's a bit like who who was the other one that did that? W- w- was it Dixie Carter? Uh, she like did a lot of stage work and then re- re- retired, raised a family, and came back in like the early eighties, wow. and then like never stopped again. Wow! I think that's so cool when yeah. someone can 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 actually take the time off and then be like, and I'm ready to go back in. Yeah, and then that's... they're better than ever. I yeah, love that. Absolutely, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I've been watching. Frasier for the first time actually um just kind of jumping oh, around really? a little bit. Yeah, uh and oh, so great. I I I didn't even know that she had been in an episode so I like went and found it. And mm-hmm. She's literally in the episode for like 2 minutes at the very end and she yeah. got an Emmy nomination out of that which I think is amazing. Like That's the, how fucking great, that's how she, great is. she is, you know. And Christine uh, Baranski is also in this episode. She steals oh the scene God. from Christine Baranski which is not easy to do by which the way. It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah. I mean that many have died trying. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just ask exactly. Sybil Shepherd, okay? Mm-hmm. She is still in th- therapy ab- ab- about it. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. And yet yeah. she does. It's she does. unbelievable. That it's... Was, God, that whole character arc of the Christine Baranski playing the Dr. <laughs> so Laura S. character. Oh, it's my so God. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, like the worst advice ever. Just just horrible. Like, She's like, I have some advice for you, dear. Human being. You're a slut. <laughs> so good. As someone who grew up having to listen to Dr. Laura in the car every fucking day she nailed it because yeah. that is like what she would say like i'm i'm a mother and you know it's 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 really hard to be single and raise kids it's like well you should have got a husband you fucking whore you're like oh my god even as, as a kid i was like she seems very angry she yeah. has to calm down she's very, very cruel fraser's like uh th- these people have self-esteem issues and she's like they should have self-esteem <laughs> they should they're going to hell it's just <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. Mm. Oh, it's such a great show. You have you have so much joy ahead of you, Kevin. I'm enjoying it. I'm kind of like lovely. jumping around for now because I just couldn't get into mm-hmm. it like originally for whatever reason. Oh, um, yeah. I was the same way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally get it. So I found this like totally list of like it. top 25 episodes. So I'm kind of jumping through those first just to kind of get me into oh, it. And then I'll go okay. back and like 
watch everything i think that's the plan for now but yeah that's a good plan because i've just discovered pretty much every sitcom yeah. kind of sucks in the first yeah, year really like you're, you're always like oh like i don't yeah. know how i feel about this yeah. like I, I just kind of started to get into cheers so i guess i'm watching them in reverse oh, and yeah. like the first season it took me a year to get through it i was mm-hmm. like i'm not that invested but then season two gets a little bit better yeah. and it just starts to pick up and oh, i've yeah. noticed that even with the the, the the sitcoms I love the most, I rarely go back to season one episodes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't really get it, get into it. Yeah, Cheers. I watched because it was on Nick at Night um, at some point. Mm-hmm. So I I've seen yeah. that like one or two times all the way through. And yeah, I, I would definitely agree. It definitely picks up like around like most sitcoms around like the midpoint is when they kind of hit their. Um, like when Kirstie Alley comes in, I think it's probably around when um, the show's kind of at its best. But yeah. Oh, um, oh yeah. yeah. But like Frasier never was on Nick at Night that I remember. So like I never. I don't think so. Ended up watching or just watch random episodes. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's weird. It's interesting. Yeah. Because somehow Friends <laughs> ended up on yeah, Nick at Night. Yeah. I mean, that's all point. that's on and there now. Were, like it's literally flipping and they on were in this at literally. the same yeah. time. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's odd. Yeah. And I don't know. It's very strange. It was strange. I think it was the same network too. So it's like, why yep. is this? Uh... It was a um, musty TV there with Will and Grace and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. friends and that. Very yeah, strange. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's. Um... Odd, odd, odd. <clears throat> I will uh, keep everyone abreast with that. You watched the the reboot, the first episode of that, right, of Frasier? I did, and it's you know it's a little awkward. I think they're going to have some growing pains. I yeah. miss you know I miss. The supporting cast because they yep. were so great, and it's a shame that they're not there. I mean, I'm I, I think I read somewhere where BB Newworth will return at some okay. point. Yeah. Um. But I I just I wish <clears throat> they would find a way to bring them in. I I don't know exactly what the problems were, but I, I mean, it could be it's just awkward. Kelsey Grammer is a little toxic. Uh, and a that might be part. Bit. A little bit, you know. Um, just a little. And there might be kind of the fear that it ends up like Roseanne, where she gets written off her own fucking show oh because she's so fucking toxic, you know? <laughs> it, has that ever happened in the history of the world? Uh, I don't know. Besides so. that show? I mean, uh, good no. lord, that was shocking. I was like, we're just going to change the name of the show. Just We're just going get, to get you off. They come up with, like, the weirdest excuse to, like, oh, she, like, uh, overdosed on opium or something. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> On opium, is yeah. that was, was I'm pretty was, sure was that's that the, the excuse. Yeah, if I remember right. <laughs> well, mm. I mean, it, it's not any we we weirder than the entire final se- season of the first run. Oh God, I mean, good yeah. God, that yeah. was so. That was not good. I, I watched so it all the way through. And I was like, this is really bad. This is a terrible <laughs> season. This is so bad. And I was like, what is happening? Like Dan's having an affair there. She and Jackie are like at the spa. For some reason, the absolutely fabulous cast shows up and they're like part of a satanic cult See, and they remake Rosemary's Baby. I like, like what is episode, going on. But only because it's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's so it's, weird. It's like so who strange. thought like, you know what we're going to do? Let's remake Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. But like, let's have the absolutely fabulous people there too. Just because it'll be fun. It's so strange. You're like, I think they just were doing whatever they could. They're like, we need another season. We don't know what. Let's just have fun. Yeah. Let's just do weird yeah. shit. <laughs> it's just, so weird. what was happening? I was like, this is, is it like, did, did I, did I take drugs before I like watched it. this? It feels like What it. is happening? <laughs> Very strange. It is. Strong choices that yes. season. Very yes. strong. Bizarre. <sighs> Super bizarre. Very weird. Very weird. <laughs> 
Very much. And speaking of weird, oh boy, speaking of weird. we have some weird ones to today. Yeah, this was a, a weird group of episodes. Yes, <laughs> I very random. It, I was like, these very are random. odd. <laughs> yeah, I feel like last week, they. I feel like they kind of went together in, in some weird way. The, these three, not so much. I mean, the two you <laughs> not picked. Not this week. The two you picked kind of have similar themes with like women trying to get ahead and doing whatever. Yes. But then I threw on like, women behaving badly. <laughs> Carrie and death, which is like nothing to do with these other two, but that's okay. <laughs> Well, it's uh, you know these uh, the the two I I I picked have some sort of good gay camp yeah value yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. I think Carrie and Death has some because Kyle McLaughlin is just walking around with his well, shirt yeah. open yeah. the whole the whole the whole time it's and a, that's yeah. nothing terrible to look at it's oh, really no, not, not at all it becomes lovely. this very like Bruce Campbell adjacent performance at the end where he's just like going nuts oh, in God. this like Evil Dead type you know setting. oh it's, it's great it's great it's wonderful. Actually, come to think of it, his performance makes it camp too. So yeah, I think so. It's camp too. It's it's all camp. Well, it's, it's tales camp. from the crypt. <laughs> yeah. It might as well just be called tales from the camp. Yeah. It's all camp. Yeah, like, exactly. Who are, who who are we kidding here? Like, please. It's just like an excuse for every actor to be like, I'm gonna have some fun. I'm gonna choose some scenery. Why not? I don't, I don't have anything else to do. I just made this prestige drama. I'm gonna go right. pretend I'm getting eaten by a vulture. Right. Right. Why not? Because he times. was he was doing a uh, uh, Twin Peaks the same year, right? Yeah, I think he so. was doing Twin Peaks. Yeah, lots of David Lynch lots stuff. Of, I mean, and... always yeah, the David Lynch stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. He was like, "Why not? <clears throat> Can't be any stranger than what he asks asks me to do." Exactly. So yes, that is our first tale of terror for today. Yes, yes it's a... Carrion Death. Aired on June 15th, 1991. Uh, summer episode. Yeah. Directed by Stephen E. D'Souza, um, who is mostly known for action films like Die Hard, that little movie. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a obscure one. Never heard of it, right? Uh, no, never. Yeah, but I think a- it might be a, cr- a Christmas movie. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's some debate going these on fucking about debates. It. Yeah, I just who has the time? I don't listen. If there's a Christmas tree, it's a Christmas movie. Exactly. Just that that's it. Rosemary's Baby, Consider Christmas movie. One. She does some Christmas shopping yeah. in that movie. Christmas she movie. does. There it's a go. lovely scene. Yes, wonderful. lovely scene there. Come on. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just D'Souza wrote a bunch of action movies like I said, Die Hard, 48 Hours, The Running Man, Hudson Hawk, which I just watched for the first time like a few months ago. Weird fucking movie. So fucking weird. Oh, it's very odd. I don't yeah. remember, remember much about it. My dad loved it, so I would watch it whenever he was watching it. And I was like, yeah. this is very strange. Yeah, it is an extremely odd movie. It's like this kind of live-action cartoon, uh, you know, well, written by Dana Waters. That's why it's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Or co-written by Dana Waters, anyway. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the cast of this episode, like we said, includes Mr. Kyle McLaughlin. And uh, George Del Hoyo, um, who's more of a voiceover uh, actor. Um, he's done a ton of voiceover oh. roles. Um, some TV roles, uh, live action stuff. But, uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if I have the voice for, for these <laughs> intros these days, folks. Sorry. Save your voice, Kevin. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not get- Let me just read what it says here. It says, good or evening. Take it down the octave. Yeah. Good evening, <laughs> fellow. <laughs> do a new a, a, a nice Elaine stretch as the crypt keeper <laughs> time to assume the position if you know what I mean 
Um, go watch the episode. You want to hear these intros? Maybe if I have a voice yeah. next week, I'll try. But yeah, <clears throat> no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one is is a very straightforward kind of story because you have this this um this killer on the run. He has escaped right before he's going to be executed, mm-hmm. and he he steals some money. He finds a car and he's on the run. But this cop on a motorcycle is coming after him. He's like, oh no. And he manages to knock the cop off of the motorcycle and he rolls down a hill, but the motorcycle is still going and he's yep. like, "Uh oh, it's coming right at me. So he jumps out of the car. The motorcycle crashes into the car. The car explodes. He has to go find all of the money that he had stolen and stuff. And he sees that the cop appears to be dead. And he's like, OK, cool. I'm going to get my shit and try to make it on the road just by foot. And there's this vulture that just is very mouthy Mm -hmm. and just has an opinion about everything Mm -hmm. and who just shows up and is all like i'm gonna eat you like he he doesn't actually speak but that's basically the in his eyes it's the subtext yeah Yeah. he's a very talented vulture Mm -hmm. performer Mm -hmm. truly gifted and um but what this character does not know is that the the police officer actually is not dead and he's just a, a little jolted and he's waking up and he's like I'm gonna find this guy and so they're walking and walking walking some more and then they uh, they, they they both find this sign for this can- canteen this uh, Mexican canteen mm-hmm. and um, and uh, the lead char- character ends up there and discovers that it is abandoned and there's nothing to eat or drink there. He's like, damn it, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And then here comes the police officer like, I found you. And they have a big fight and the police officer grabs the handcuffs and handcuffs himself to the killer. And it's like, all right, we're going to go in. But unfortunately, Mr. Killer, crazy man, gets the gun and shoots him dead. He falls <laughs> through a window. But now he's handcuffed to this guy. And right before he he died he took the key to the handcuffs and swallowed it yeah, th- th- what is he to do <laughs> this is kind of weird it takes him like 20 seconds to like yeah, i'm gonna get the key and i'm gonna swallow it so you better watch yeah, out it's very slow <laughs> and then kyle mcgaugh like, like well, you better watch me this, he's just like sitting no, there watching the whole time <laughs> like the moment he does he's just like no yeah. i'm like you it's had great. time it's great you had the time to just be like slow motion out of his hand. Yeah, it's, yeah i'm like it's like did they shoot it in slow-mo or is it right. just like is he just a very slow person i mean i guess he was shot i mean maybe he's yeah he's yeah. not as fast as he would be right that's right. the excuse i guess true true and um so now they are hooked together <laughs> and he has to walk all the way to mexico with this with, with this guy on his back cracking jokes the whole time about you know like there's a great one about like women can't live with them can't fit more than two of them in the trunk <laughs> and so he thinks he's really really funny he thinks he's a hoot and a half he's a he's a mass murderer and, um, who is you know, he is a mass murderer yeah but he says and this you know i think this really humanizes him a lot he says he did not mutilate those w- women <laughs> until after they were dead okay he he he, he has a heart yes standards um it's like i don't know why that would be like a like a a, a good thing to say like oh yeah <laughs> don't worry i didn't m- mutilate mutilate them until afterwards okay <laughs> like i'm not a monster Please. um and so he's just carrying this 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 dead cop and the vulture just keeps following and he's like well i'm not dead so if you want a piece of so- so someone get a piece of the cop and eventually they get to um uh they get to this big mountain that they have to climb up mm-hmm 
And so he's trying to climb up with the corpse, which of course is very difficult. He's exhausted. And he's like, just a few more minutes. And then they finally kind of get to the top and he's like, yes, we did it. We did it. And um, unfortunately, the weight of the cop pulls him backwards and he falls down the hill. And he's like, oh, I can't make it with this guy attached to me. What am I going to do? And he sees the badge on the officer and he pulls it off and he finds a stick and makes like a little makeshift hatchet. Mm -hmm. He's going to cut off the officer's arm so that he can be free. But he's sort of disoriented and his vision's getting kind of blurry. So instead he hacks off like (laughs) his own arm. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. and then he falls over the hill, and then he's attached to the the corpse that is still on top of the hill. But because he's hacked into his his arm, his his hand, his hand like just <laughs> slips out of the handcuff and like mm-hmm. falls off, and he lands pretty pre- pretty hard down below. And like, there's like this bulge coming out out of his neck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm paralyzed. Oh, no. And then here comes the vulture. And he's all like, hey, baby, you looking tasty. And then he just he's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And then he just like starts to peck out his eyeballs. And, it's, <laughs> and that's the end. It's a lovely tale. <laughs> it, I will give it's I really was, good. This, this episode does really well with like balancing the the humor with the tension like there are mm-hmm. parts of this that are actually like really tense and there's like suspense yeah. and stuff but, but then mm-hmm. it's just all just these moments where Kyle MacLachlan is just so campy and like I said Bruce yeah. Campbell adjacent where he's just like mm-hmm. you ain't getting me bird you hear me and just like screaming at <laughs> That's so good. and when he gets to the top of the hill he's like I couldn't have done it without you pal and with his dead body just like hanging <laughs> it's so good it's funny and then the body just goes bloop and he goes <laughs> falling down it's it's just very goofy yeah, and delightful and and his character is so loathsome but of course in a very wa- watchable way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that it just makes the ending so much more d- delicious yeah <laughs> it's, it's just oh it's it it, it 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 it's it's usually listed as as one of the best ones i yeah, think a yeah. lot of people really seem to love it yeah it's a good time it's definitely it really is definitely it's a goodie Ah, and now we jump forward a few years here to July 11th, 1992. This is Beauty Rest, which is Ah, the fifth episode of the fourth uh, season of the show. Uh, Directed by Stephen Hopkins of Mm, Nightmare Part 5 fame. The Dream Child. The Dream Child, a, a polarizing one, but part of the series yes Mm -hmm. not the worst that's for sure Uh, (laughs) if you've seen freddy's dead it's really (laughs) no it looks like an oscar contender (laughs) lord uh he also did predator 2 and uh lost in space (laughs) that acclaimed 1998 that's right I forgot uh, about that movie. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people have. <laughs> a lot of people did. <laughs> they forgot to go see it when yeah, it was out, well, I think. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Written by Terry Black. I think this is the second one we've done that was written by Terry Black. I can't remember what the other oh. one was. Hmm. Um, Prolific. Yeah, I know. Because he's Shane's black brother, I think. I think I remember saying that when we were That's right. Doing yeah. It. yeah. Which what was it? Wait, was it dig that cat maybe maybe yeah it was during our first week so that might have been it yeah yeah okay 
Uh, yeah, he's mostly known for Dead Heat and Red Steel and blah, blah, blah. And um, the cast here, of course, includes Mimi Rogers. Amazing. Mimi! Fantastic performance here. One of my favorite Scientologists, truly. <laughs> well, you have so many to choose from, so. <laughs> I, it's true. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Rubin. Kathy, uh, yeah, yeah, Taryn. Taryn, oh. From so Dream good. Warriors. Yep. yep. She's beautiful oh. and bad. <laughs> so great. God, I love that part. Kathy Ireland. Oh, uh, yeah, surprisingly good for a model turned ac- actress. Uh, yeah, yeah, not always the case, but here we go. No. Uh, Buck Henry. Oh, uh, Buck. We love Buck. So great. So great. Uh, lots of people in this. Mostly this known as a screen r- writer, but yep. mm-hmm. quite delightful here quite as great. an actor. Yep. And a singer, too. Yeah, he has knew? a little musical number who at the end. Knew? Yeah. <laughs> quite a tune there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Memorable. Yeah. Uh, Robert Trevor... Anders Hove, Michael Wiseman, and Maria uh, Pecci kind of round out the cast there. It's a uh, good group. It is. I had not seen this episode in forever. Like I said, several years oh, ago, really? I went and I just binged them all. But like most of these episodes, I've only seen like once. So like I had forgotten most of this episode and it's a good one. I'm glad mm. you it recommended good. it. Yeah. It's, it's, got, it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it always makes sense. Well, um, no, but no. <laughs> I've always had some problems with the ending. I'm like, wait, who are these people? Why are they here? Did they pay for this? Are they, did they get like a dinner beforehand? Yeah. It's like, it's like a weird like cabaret or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this? What? Yeah. It's very yeah. strange. It's got some good satire about like women being pitted against each other a lot and um, mm. what they have to do to get ahead and, you know, step on other women and, um, and how men are manipulating them behind the scenes while they think they're in control and blah. it's just it's mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting it's got a lot to say there i mean personally i find it problematic <laughs> to be honest i'm gonna i'm gonna really i'm gonna put my foot down and say this one did not age well no at all ball buster so spray oh my god well i mean tacky come on like are all women supposed to be ball busters like what is that like that is misogyny my god why are these women fighting each other oh my gosh they should i know support each other and it's like the scene where like mimi is like binge eating that is so offensive because we don't always do that okay like god (laughs) i don't understand I'm I'm gonna write a letter to HBO and make sure this show never shows up on streaming ever. <laughs> it's a really offensive episode. Gosh, Aww. what a world! <laughs> <laughs> what a world indeed. But you know, I, mean, I think it's yeah. trying to say something about the whole thing. I mean, it's 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 not like she gets away with everything in the end. It's not like anything good comes of all these actions I no mean, i like, mean it's kind of sad like in that regard that, it like, is it's very sad is she, she does some terrible things but then also it's like you think about all the women that women that have had to do some questionable things to get ahead only yeah. to be stomped on at the end and i don't know yeah. it's just it's just sad and this one's a little different because I, at least in, until the second murder she doesn't intend to kill yeah like she never intended to kill her roommate yeah. You know, but she did. She and, um, but then, you know, she does make a little switch there. 
at the end where she just becomes full on murder. So I guess, <laughs> yeah. you know, she maybe did have it common there. But at first I was like, OK, well, it wasn't it, it was kind of an accident there for a second. Uh-huh. But, yeah. So I didn't judge her at first. She, she, she's not too it's broken hearted about us. it. But yeah, no, she's not. <laughs> she has a, a good plan to make it look like a suicide. I yeah. guess someone watched Heather's last I, night. Apparently. and was like, ah, great. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I watched that movie. Yay. <laughs> well, you know, it, it may be a man's world, but that doesn't mean I have to take it lying down. <laughs> God, that opening fucking commercial is great. <laughs> it's great. What's your favorite part of a woman? The nape of her neck? Or maybe it's her mind. <laughs> like, is that music like that, like soft music, like ah. it's great. And there's like just the the early '90s cinematography mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. it's just glorious. No, it's great. Yeah. So uh, the, uh, the the plot of this one is there's a a actress slash model. She's a multi hyphenate named Helen mm-hmm. who uh, is having kind of a hard time. She has just been told that she's gotten this great commercial gig for a perfume called ball buster for (laughs) women you know for the the working woman of the 90s you know who can have it all yep and this director's like oh my god helen you just absolutely you were brilliant you did everything i want you to do take direction so well you've got the part and then she finds out from her eight agent actually they went a different direction you don't have the part and she's like what happened who got the part like i've been here for 10 years and like nothing's happening this is horrible and her agent like doesn't want to tell her and she's like seriously who got the part and he's like um your roommate joyce and so she goes back home and she's like oh my god this is just horrible because joyce is in this wonderful mood and she's like, I just got, I've got this great news. And she's like, will you shut up? And she just like immediately goes to the fridge and like is binging like pizza and ice cream. And Joyce is like, that's my ice cream. And she just like spits it back into the container and shit. <laughs> and she's like, like, how does it feel? Do do you ever want me to be happy? And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I mean, I, at first you take this job and that job and now you get ball buster. And she's like, I got ball buster. I had no idea. And she's like, oh, you didn't even know. Why are you so happy then? And she's like, well, I got this note that I'm going to be in this beauty pad pageant and they've arranged it to where I'm going to win. And Helen's like, you make me so sick. You spread your legs and get all this stuff. Ah! And she flails about and goes into the bathroom and finds these sleeping pills. And it's and like, I'm going to end it all. And then she stops and she gets a little idea. She's <laughs> like, eh, let's let's not do that. Let's not let's not get too irrational here. And so she makes some tea and cookies for Joyce and is like, I'd like to apologize. And I'm just I'm very upset that you get all these opportunities and I get nothing. You have two two jobs lined up. I've got nothing. And she she gives her this tea and they're talking about the pageant. And she's like, so what's this for? And she's like, you know, I didn't even remember to ask. Isn't that silly? They're like, yeah, it's really, really funny. And then Joyce starts to look a little um, little, 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 little bit tired little uh not not so well and she just kind of falls down on the bed and helen's like haha i drugged you and by the time you wake up i'm gonna steal your spot in that pageant and then she's going to leave and she's like uh you okay and she realizes (laughs) that uh she's asleep forever because she's she's (laughs) 
dead. Yeah. So she makes it look like it's a suicide. She type types out a note and, you know, does all this stuff to make it look like, you know, she killed herself and then uh, decides to head over to the pageant herself mm-hmm. and compete. And this pageant is like I right from the get go. It's like in this dingy, dark basement. Mm-hmm. It just it it's, you know, backstage is, is usually fairly well lit at these kind kinds of things. It's usually in like a rec room somewhere. And so immediately she kind of gets on the bad side of this other girl, Drusilla, who is competing because Drusilla overhears Helen talking to the guy in charge named George about this note that she was supposed to give him confirming that she was going to win. Mm -hmm. And um, Drusilla hears this and she assumes that she slept with someone to get this note and so they're just on the outs immediately. Yeah. And <laughs> unfortunately, they're in this like the, the they're in connecting dre, dre, dressing room. So it's just drama. Not. Yeah. And the, there's very campy dialogue throughout some of those. So it's like, uh, oh, it's great. Uh, when she's like, you're such a hypocrite. And she's like, hypocrite. Well, that's a big word for a little slut like you. It's it's, it's great. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, because um. So they have like the first part of the competition and like they're asked all these questions and stuff like if if this was your last day on earth, what would you do? And of course, there's one who's like really vapid and stuff like I would go into nature and like <laughs> see the, the oxygen, but I couldn't really see the oxygen because it's invisible. Ah! And you're like, OK, what the hell? And also and then, world peace <laughs> and world peace. <laughs> Oh, you need the light jacket. <laughs> um, and uh, and then they ask Hep. Helen, what have you ever felt the most guilty ab- about? And she's like, uh, <laughs> well, how much time you got? And um, and then she just kind of like backpedals and is like, I just I think that we all felt guilty because none of us are perfect. And it's it's what's inside that counts. And they're like, brilliant, Helen. <laughs> like she gets like an ov- an ovation for this stupid answer. Uh-huh. And um. And then on the way back to the dressing room, she sees Drusilla having a little conversation with George, and they seem to be having quite the, quite the little fight there. And so she, um, she talks to George, and she's like, "What was with that question?" And he's like, "We need to, we need to talk." And he takes her into the dressing room, and he tears up the note that she gave him, and it's like, "I'm going to pretend like I never saw this. This is, uh, I have to not be involved in this." And she's like, "Wait, what? So I'm not going to win? What? What the hell?" So she goes and confronts Drusilla, who's, you know, just kind of gloating a bit and um, eventually decides to strangle her to death so that she can win. And then it's time for um, for the the end of the pageant, this Mm -hmm. this big finale, which George keeps talking about. You're like, what is this finale going to be? And. He comes into the dressing room and he's like, where did Drusilla go? And Helen's like, oh, well, she revealed that she was going to like g- get you for sexual harassment and stuff. But then she decided she didn't really want to. So she left. And so I guess it's just me. And he's like, OK, well, I guess let's get you ready for the big finale. And she's like, ha ha, I've won. And Drusilla's corpse is just like over there chilling out with the mannequins. Mm-hmm. And um, so they bring her into this weird like dimly lit like it it looks like the set of a dark castle movie it's like yeah. there's like one light um and there's this makeup artist 
dude who's like just chain smoking and is all like, you got good bone structure. And she's like, thanks. He's like, I'm not talking to you. And he's like slapping her and like just just throwing the makeup on. And she's like, isn't this going to be a little heavy for like the whole thing? And and this this guy's like, I told you, George, we should just have 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 gotten them from the streets like we did the last time mm-hmm. and you're like what the fuck is happening and george comes comes over with this this little uh, needle of something and injects her and you're like what is going on and then it's time for the big finale and george comes on stage and he's like singing a little song and here comes helen wrapped up in all these sheets and and then this is big set piece thing and she's looking a little pale not 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 gonna lie a little washed out Mm -hmm. and then they remove all these sheets that are covering her and we see that she's been completely split open Mm -hmm. and her insides are displayed like an autopsy and the sign comes down and it says miss autopsy 1992 (laughs) gosh and i get i don't know what this is all about i don't know it's like a cult, or is it doctors? What what is this? Is it a I mean, convention? I don't know what's actually going on, but I think the satire behind it is that like these women work so hard to get ahead in a field, only to then get the job they want while still being controlled mm-hmm. by men who are basically, you know, killing them and having them, you know, do whatever the fuck they want anyway. So it's like they they thought they were going to have actual agency, like becoming a great actress. But then you have to work with Mm -hmm. these directors who are literally just having you degrade yourself all the time. Uh, That's my read of the episode. But yeah, that's that's a good read. I like that read. But I'll accept it. In actuality, I don't know what the fuck this organization is doing. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) what's happening. It like it, it kind of reminded me of that movie martyrs a bit where like there's yeah. that weird like underground organization it's like yes because it's like all these rich people that are all dressed up like mm-hmm. just wa- watching it like it's a cabaret and right like he's kind of the M- the mc he even has like a little bit of lipstick on it looks like right. it's like right. very it's very like joel gray or something mm-hmm. i don't know yeah that's what i thought like, too what very joel gray. yeah very odd very strange but it's haunting it's yeah it's it's, it's creepy funny at mm-hmm. times it's it's just yeah. It, yeah it walks that line in a way that only tales from the crypt could oh they're so good at the tightrope act yeah i love them oh. oh that's such a goodie yeah yeah uh good one thank you for that yes. pick like i said i kind of forgot about you that are one, so it welcome was, it was it was <laughs> wonderful to revisit um and so was our last one too it was oh. a uh, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. This might be in my top five because it's just so over the top. It's very over the top and just ridiculous. Uh yeah, yeah. This is of course uh, 99 and 44 over 100 percent pure horror. That's how you say it, right? Yes, that yes. is. I believe that is yes. Yeah. Which is, uh, I think it's a a play on. Is it the ivory soap? that said it was like that much pure or something something like that yes because it's a story about soap yeah pretty much yeah you know it is appropriately soapy i think it's a very soapy episode yes yes uh this is one of the later episodes of the show uh yeah season six season six episode 14 um damn aired on january 18th 1995 um, directed by Rodman Flender, uh, who is known mm-hmm. for Leprechaun 2, 
and Idle Hands, which is a yeah. weird fucking movie. Every time I rewatch it, two fine films. So fucking weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it really is weird. Um, a ton of TV shows. Uh, it the episode was written by Flender, and of course our good friend Stephen Dodd. Oh, and yes. uh, good old Steve. Let's see the cast here. We have Christy Conaway, who is just fantastic in this. Oh my so, god, the, just she understood the assignment very much. So. A very like Sharon Stone esque performance so so absolutely great. so good it's um, really good <laughs> and i mostly know her from batman returns where she plays this that's her claim to fame yeah I think. Yeah. yeah and she's she's only moved for like five minutes but it's very a memorable role because she plays this like ice princess yeah. beauty pageant winner rockette type i don't even know who the character is but she just <laughs> she has this very over-the-top death and it's just it's very memorable for what is supposed to be a family movie but but <laughs> like what happened to her because i really like her yeah, like she, why isn't she doing like a good soap somewhere yeah you know? she's she's really good she's wonderful <laughs> she's terrific uh also bruce davidson who's been a ton of things. I'm, I'm not even going to oh, like go through a list I love here. Bruce. Yeah. He's such a cutie pie. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darren Heems and uh, Kelly Caulfield Park are the other two main ones listed here. Who I remember from uh, Scary Movie. She's the teacher in that. Oh. That is like having the baby with oh, the yeah. student. And like she has okay. the baby. She's like, here, you go to your daddy. Uh-huh. And she hands it to a student. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny that's good and she's funny in this too as the uh the talk the talk the talk show talk host, host. uh-huh yeah. yeah good stuff good stuff uh yeah well, what's going on here well there is an artist a struggling artist named willa who spends her days painting very grotesque paintings and having a torrid affair with a young man and um, who looks she like feels as if Polly Shore being, oh. <laughs> with this like long hair. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's like very like surfer dude. Yeah. Very like mid not 90s. He's like very kind of like talk talks like this. He's like, hey, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, she's feeling kind of like a little um, unhappy because they are phasing out the design that she helped design for her husband who owns a, a soap company and she did the the box art and they're trying to figure out something new and it seems as if like he's trying to tell her like they want to go in a different direction like with a different artist but she's like no let me try to work something out like i'll try to make something new myself and in the meantime she's trying to get more attention on her own art and so she 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 goes on a talk show trying to promote it but all they want to talk about is the fact that it seems as if the company is phasing out this particular design and mm-hmm. it doesn't go the way that she wants. And they don't display her own artwork because as the woman in charge says, they don't want to see that gory goop on the air right. at that time. And there's also this like graffiti artist guy that's like also like really hot and upcoming and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she gets gets back home and discovers that not only is she not going to be doing the new designs because they don't like them. But um, the graffiti artist got the job and he's going to be doing them. So she is just like at her wits end. And to make things worse, her husband's like, I've also discovered that you are having an affair. And she's like, oh, my God, we just need to get a divorce then. And I'll just take half of everything that you have and we'll be fine. And he's like, I'm not going to let you go. 
And she's like, okay. So she gets this big bar of soap, this decorative <laughs> bar of soap, and just beats him in the head with it like 4,000 times. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, her lover has come for a little afternoon delight. And she's like, um, I'm a little busy. And he's like, oh, don't worry about letting me in. As someone just came out, I'll just come on up. And she's like, oh, crap. So she, she, she has to roll her husband's body in this big rug. And she's like drenched in blood. But he comes in and he's like, oh, you must have been paint, painting up a storm. She's like, yeah, sure. And um, and she's like, I don't really feel good. And 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 he's like, well, I'm horny. And he like sits on the carpet and he's like, let's do it on the carpet. And she's like, Ugh. and like th- her husband's head is like poking out. And she's like, oh, crap. It reminds and me of she's uh, like- <laughs> Bride of Chucky with like Tiffany, like trying to um like just getting the the guy in the trailer park to like help her lift oh, things yeah. into the car and everything yeah it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's good very similar yeah. and um and she's like uh i have a headache can you like can you go like to the bathroom for a second and when he's gone um she like beats her husband's head like back into the in, in into the carpet right. and she's like um can we maybe resume this later and can you help me get this carpet into the truck and he's like, okay, sure. And then he loads it in and immediately she's like, okay, good, goodbye. And just like <laughs> drives away. And she drives to her husband's soap factory and thinks, I have a great idea. I'm going to dump his corpse into this big vat of soap and turn him into multiple bars of soap. And um, it's a brilliant crime. You know, like no one's ever going to find out. Right. And so she loads up all these little, little bars of slightly pinkish tinted soap mm-hmm. into the boxes and comes back home. And she thinks that she's done very well for herself. And uh, she decides uh, to take a little shower to cleanse herself. And she realizes she's out of soap. But who just made a bunch of bars of soap? This gal Willa did. So she goes back and she gets a bar of soap made from her dead husband. And she's like, you've always wanted to shower with me, Luden. Now's your chance. And so she's lathering up and it's all erotic. She's like, oh, yeah, mm, feels good. And then she's like, oh, oh, it's stingy. Oh, what's happening? I got it in my eyes. Oh, oh, why am why is my skin bubbling? And then she realizes that if she just paid attention when her husband was watching one of his little infomercial things about how soap is made she would have heard that they don't use animal parts when they make their soap because body parts and all this stuff there's all these acids mm-hmm. in it which if they use them the it, the soap would eat away at your skin and unfortunately she just pushed her husband in there who was a human animal and he has acids and now the acid from the soap is eating away her flesh <laughs> and it, and she just like, and there's like an eyeball in the soap and she's all like, ah, he's watching me. And then she just like turns into like a gooey gremlin and it's all like, Rah! Oh, the, the, the practical effects good at the stuff. end are so good. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's really gory and goopy and, and sticky. Then it cuts to one of, who made this painting? I don't know, but it's of her, her I guess whole it's body. Her. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it was foreshadowing. Maybe? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it was it, it it was one she was working on earlier, and right now you can see it. She's 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 become the painting that she mm-hmm. created. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, it's a very good so campy episode. Yeah, ridiculous. it's up there with um, death of some salesman. It's just very campy. Oh, absolutely, very over the top. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good stuff. And Good I've stuff. I've never done the science here on the the soap and the acids. I don't I don't know I don't know if it holds up, but I want to pretend it does because it's a really cool. I'm going to trust our good friend, the crypt keeper here, because I think he knows what he's talking about. You know, he has a degree. When has he steered us in a no, wrong direction? Truly. He was a psychologist. Uh, his parents were in the circus. I think they would, you know, I think he knows. Something of that sort. Something, hey, something he like that. He would know. <laughs> I trust him. I yeah. trust him implicitly. I trust him with my life and death. Mm-hmm. Me too. Our good crypty pal. Yeah. He knows what's up. That was a weird assortment of episodes. Good. It but was. Weird. Great. It was. But weird. <laughs> very, very strange. It was odd to watch them all back to back. I was yeah. like, what a strange lineup this is. What a journey. Yeah. Uh, In multiple directions. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it, Gosh. folks. <laughs> I, yes. I hope y'all have had a great time with this because yeah. we sure have. It's, yeah. it's fun Always. to watch these again. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, we got uh, three more for you next week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy those too. Um, my Overlook Gem for today yes. is a film that I talked about in the very first episode we did this month. And it just seemed like it would be a good pairing with a lot of these campy, over-the-top episodes. And that is Reefer Madness from mm. 2005. Ah, uh, musical delight. Musical delight, based on the late '90s, early 2000s uh, musical of the same name uh, that was premiered off Broadway. Uh, let's see, directed by Andy uh, Fickman, written by Kevin Murphy, who did a bunch of the Desperate Housewives um, episodes. So, if you want an idea of what the tone of this movie is, that kind of gives you. Although it's just it's so over the top. That's um, yeah. It's, why it's I it. It, it, um, it, if Desperate Housewives was on meth, yeah, maybe yeah, I don't yeah, exactly, know. Like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and sang a lot. I don't know how to describe this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, how does one describe this? It is like this, like you said. Uh, it, it, the whole thing is supposed to be sort of making fun of um, this 1936 exploitation film of the same name that was like telling kids and adults that marijuana was going to kill you. And um, a little bit of like 80 satire too, of where, you know, this is your brain on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything is just so heightened. Um, it takes place, I think, in the 30s, somewhere around that, 30s, 40s. And um, it has this teenager... Uh, I forgot his name at the time I, I, right now uh, but anyway this teenager, teenager boy and played by Christian Campbell aka yes. Nev Campbell's baby brother mm-hmm. uh, good singer by the way and yeah. um, he is trying to woo this girl um, Mary Lane uh, played by Kristen Bell and, never heard of her uh, yeah, yeah never heard of her Veronica <laughs> Mars herself here and um <laughs> Yeah, eventually he gets wooed into this quote-unquote reefer den, and everything just goes fucking nuts. You know, uh, at one point, zombies start attacking, as they do when you <laughs> smoke weed, apparently. Um, John Kassir is there, like like I said, in the first week. Um, just this whacked-out, over-the-top character who is addicted to weed, apparently. And the, the cast is just nuts too i mean you got oh my god like, like i said christian campbell Kristen bell nev campbell for a while yeah um yeah alan cumming 
as this sort of MC mm-hmm. host who's you know telling this tale and trying to creep out these parents and making sure their kids don't get hooked on the weed. Um, <laughs> Anna Gasteyer, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, from SNL, and uh, she was on Wicked and Broadway and everything else. Um, uh, who else? Stephen Weber. Stephen Weber, and, yeah. Yep. Uh, Amy Spanger. And um, oh my God, yeah. Robert it's Torty. I mean, it's just yeah, it's a crazy cast. It's 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 insane. Um, just a really interesting cult movie. Um, that's I think people talk about it a little bit these days, but um, not as much as they should. I I think this should be like a good mm-hmm. double feature in theaters with like Rocky Horror or something. You know, it's it's just oh, so totally yeah so over the top. It was made for Showtime during that era when Showtime was just doing a lot of like really dark, interesting things, and they had all those you know shows about the women doing you know uh, i don't like uh united states of terror and um uh mm-hmm. weeds and um what was the other big one from that era it was uh nurse jackie nurse jackie, nurse jackie. Yeah. yeah um so whoever was in charge of showtime at that point um was you know greenlighting some really interesting things and uh, this was no exception absolutely but uh yeah so it's go check gritty. it out it's uh out there folks i think our friends at horror queers did an episode about it so you can go listen to that if you want and uh i don't think i've seen it since it first came out on dvd i yep. i i need to rewatch it it's been a long time because that yeah. was what like 2005 set two, two, oh god that yeah. was that long ago jesus yeah, yeah I, I i need to rewatch it yeah it's been a long time it's good stuff good stuff uh as always folks you can follow us facebook twitter h-o-h-h podcast or x or whatever the hell it's called i can't keep track these days uh, I can't either. It's just going to be Twitter. It's like, going to be Twitter. Kidding. <sighs> I've heard they're going to start charging for it at some point. If that happens, people are just going to stop using it. I, Sorry. I, I know I will. God. Yeah, yeah, there's on. no point. There's no point. Um, we're on Instagram. Homos in Haunted Hill. And that's about all. You can leave us a review on iTunes if you want this Halloween season. Please be kind, as always. Um... Yeah, like I said, we got one more week left of Tales from the Crypt Terror Tales. So uh, we'll try to pick mm. some good ones for you. Yeah. Which ones will they be? You'll have I, to wait to see. You will see. Uh, you know, uh, try to enjoy the last couple weeks of the uh, spooky month here. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it always goes by way too fast, as we say. But, oh, it's so fast. You know. It's so fast. Yeah. I hate it. I know. I know. But it, it just, it feels so good outside right right now. And if it feels good where y'all are, just go and take a walk and sniff the fall air and just take it in. Exactly. It's a beautiful time of year. It is. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at our calendar and there mm. are five Tuesdays in October. Hmm. Are there? So maybe we'll have to do something special for it because the actual last Tuesday is on the 31st. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't we'll know. We'll see, listeners. We'll see. If y'all, if y'all think we need to do something else, we just yeah. might. We'll see. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the month here, and uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk at you next week. Have fun, stay spooky, peace out, y'all. Yeah, bye. <laughs>